Welcome back to the podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, beloved, we're just going to shoot the bobo. You know, beloved, it's Father's Day weekend. So um, we're going to celebrate manhood because this is the time set aside for men to be recognized. So we're going to recognize manhood, fatherhood, brotherhood. But we first want to thank the sisters for making it possible for us to even be fathers, right? For us to be men, for us to be husbands, right? So, yeah, beloved, we not gonna, we ain't gonna hold you long. We just want to just salute to all the fathers, salute manhood, salute the husbands. Big brother, big cousin, the ministers, the deacons down at the church house, right? The same with the temple, you know what I mean? The manhood that come out of the neighborhood, out of the family unit, the uncles, dad, step pops, great grandfather, right? Um, at the job. At the military, we want to see the black man, the original man, put his family unit back together. Beloved, that is going to be a beautiful thing, but it's it's happening, right? Um, <laughs> you know, something that was always odd to me, that the number one state, percentage-wise, that got the highest rate of black marriages is, is Hawaii. I don't know if it's something on that off that island, off that west coast, something going on with that water, with that sunshine. But I always thought it was odd that Idaho and Hawaii have the highest percentage of black marriages. So we need to learn <laughs> from my brothers and sisters in Idaho and Hawaii about keeping the family unit together. It's a powerful position to be a husband. The definition of husband alone, the etymology of it, I mean, you know, the master of the house, that's powerful in itself. That's what husband means, master of the house. Um, When a man says he's a husband, he's saying, I'm the master of the house. The term father is also powerful because the etymology of, of that word means the supreme being. God, brother, G-O-D, greatness on display. So when a man say, I'm a father, I am the supreme being. I am the highest order of masculinity of that male line over my family. So, beloved, when you become a father and a husband, you are indeed the supreme being that's the master of the house. So we salute you this weekend because this is Father's Day weekend and uh, we're hoping all of our brothers have a good time, a great time. Um, you know, some of our people is going to go out. Man, I'm not going to go anywhere. You know, Father's Day, I just take the time. Beloved, I don't do anything. I sit around the house. <laughs> Man, I sit around the house. I'm not going to put nothing on no grill. 
You know, I ain't finna go out back and wash no cars. You know, we don't do no... We got a yard man now, so I know I ain't, you know, the, the pushing the lawnmower thing. Every now and then, we'll crank it up and push it, but other than that, the yard man is on schedule. He come over, he get that done, so we don't even do that no more. It's just like, it's going to be, you know... <laughs> If everything goes planned, it's going to be a very relaxing weekend, beloved. And I want you guys to do the same. And I just want to encourage those that may not be in their children's life as much as they want to. Brother, keep pushing. You know, the village needs you. Your tribe needs you. Um, And I've learned that, you know... It's a lot of shame in black fathers, young black dads, that the money may not be right. It's a lot of financial pressure being put on them. And I just want to encourage you, beloved, just to um, come around as much as you can for your children anyway. Because we know that the devil has passed some laws to criminalize those that get behind on child support and all this and all that. But if you don't have no money, it's cool. Let your kids see you without no money. Because children, they learn by your actions. They can see whether, you know, either way, if you got money, or you don't got money. They get to see what they want to be and what they don't want to be. So they're always learning in your presence. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't really matter. Um, If you can make yourself available to... With no money, if you can just show up to the parent teachers conferences, if you can pick up little man, a little mama from school, and you may not have no car, but if you catch the bus up there and you catch the bus back with them or you walk home with them, that'll mean something, you know. Um, but it's I learned it's a lot of shame, you know. Instagram make it look like everybody is rich. Facebook, everybody's playing rich. You know what I'm saying? They're going down there and the devil is giving them, you know, these vehicles. And that I mean, I, I've seen think a hundred, hundred months, you know, they get, <laughs> you know, when I was coming up, you know, the devil, he, you know, you go down there, that small hat, he'd give you something for 36 months, a vehicle, right? 36 months or 48 months, you know, he'll give you some credit so you can, not no more. Those are days of the past, beloved. You see car notes, that's 60 months. 72 months <laughs> I've seen a hundred months man it's a guy riding around beloved I won't say no names you know what I'm saying riding around in the Bentley and he have a hundred months <laughs> no uh, but beloved maybe that's a different story for a different day I say all that to say this though it's the appearance of wealth and riches and sometimes if you don't have that you may not feel like you're qualified to come around your children, you know. But I tell you, beloved, that uh, that phone call means everything, right? Um, if you got to go old school and write your children a letter, that'll mean everything. Um, just keep pushing for your presence, right? Um, I want to say this as well, right? Let you not forget those. That's behind the wall. Let's not forget those that's in the belly of the beast. 
because I know, you know, many of our people, it's difficult to raise your children when you're not in the home. It's going to be even more difficult for those that are amongst us who have fathers behind the wall. Right? So, um, even then, behind the wall, you know, let's send those letters and let's receive those letters. Let's send them and let's receive them. Let's open them up. Let's read them. Let's keep them. Because you never know what's going to mean so much when somebody going in transition. And um, coming out those 90s, the devil passed laws, man, that kept a lot of our brethren locked up for a long time. Trying to be fathers from behind the wall, right? 15, 20, 25 years. Um... Stuck behind the wall. For those that still reaching out to speak and contact their children, beloved, we even salute you. Right? We just we know that it's all about nation building. We salute our stepfathers because we understand really in the black community, in our village, in our camp, there's really no such thing as a, a step pops that I just He's, and it's like, it's almost like an assault on men marrying women that already got kids, but it's nation building time. You marry a woman that got kids that your position is husband. Husband means master of the house. Big daddy. That means you come home and put your foot on the coffee table. (laughs) The big shot. A big shot yo check this out I'm gonna share this with you right even in this time I want to salute my own pops and I want to salute my step pops as well because it's it's all about nation building if you ever heard on this podcast you know me speak about my family dynamic I, I often joke that my family dynamic is similar to it was a movie uh called boys in the hood it's it's an old movie now it was uh put together by a director named john singleton and this is where ice cube or younger ice cube uh a younger chestnut a younger cuba gooding jr they got their stock right these are young actors right young brothers at that time and uh it's a character in that movie called trey and trey he stayed with his his pops his pop's name was Furious, and I joke because I say, well, my life was similar to that. I had to stay with my pops, you know what I mean? It was just me and him in the house. <laughs> and he's a serious guy. You know, He's a he was a lot like Furious. Very serious guy. Very serious gentleman. He, to this very day, nothing has changed much, right? I learned how to be a man then. You got to give props with, I learned how to be a man then. Living with mama and living with daddy is different. And my other siblings, they didn't want to live with pops because it's like, nah. <laughs> you do it. <laughs> but beloved, I tell you, I became a man there. And my children is also learning how to be a man there. It's, it's different. I, he's all man. He, he's all man, right? Um, 
I was fortunate enough to have not only my pops, I had his dad, which was my granddad, and his grandfather, which is my great-grandfather. I had three dads all the way up until I believe I had to be about 19 or 20 before my great-grandfather passed away. But that's the cloth that I'm cut from. Not only that, I had a bonus dad. I had a step-pops, right? So when I say all hands on deck, it's nation-building time. I salute the men that put their hand in the pot to help make me. That goes along with my big brother. That goes along with my uncles, man, and my older cousins because this is what manhood is all about. This is what Father's Day is all about. All hands on deck, building, building the man. From young men to young adults to grown men. Grown man. A God. Greatness on display. My stepmom's beloved. I don't understand other folks' stories, but there was no friction. He's the husband, which means he was the master of the house. And the only thing I can think about, you know, was uh, he is from the east side. <laughs> so, then I'm from. A city where at that time we wrestled over the plantation, right? Because all these inner cities are nothing but plantations. So being that I'm from Detroit, just like it was stated by that devil that coming out of the islands to the mainland, we call it the Willie Lynch letter today. And he said part of the division was you separate them through plantation, through the size, whether it's valley or a hill or it's the north side of the plantation, the south side, west side, east side. Beloved, we lived that. Because I came from a plantation that we wrestle with it. I'm a west side guy. So much so that I don't even say I'm from the west side. If you hear me talk and brag long enough, I say, well, I am the west side. <laughs> Beloved, I got the tattoos to prove it. <laughs> you know? I got the tattoos to prove it, right? That's what we did. At the, we marked up our bodies in those days. We put the west side. We did it out. The neighborhood, the whole thing, right? But by him being from the east side and his whole family being from the east side, that alone was an interesting, interesting dynamic, right? But, you know, he's a chill guy. He's a laid back guy. He's a jazz guy. So that's why to this very day you see me riding with the Kenny G in the car. Uh with the Najee or the Najee in the car. With the with the Tisdale in the car. Because I learned, I picked up the jazz from him. My pops was a get money guy. Well, he's a he's a that's just him. That he always had money. He's the oldest child. So my aunties and my uncles relate to him different, but he always had money. He always had paper. My step pops, he had money as well, but he's a hustle kind of guy. He's an Eastsider. So it's like if you wanted to know the steps on how to do things, you, I had to kind of pay attention to him. And he talked to me and he related to me different because he can show you the steps. Hey, man, you do this, 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 and so. Which would made me more like 
when it came to certain situations, I can talk to him more so than I can talk to my, my biological pops because he just always had money. It was a different kind of vibe. It was a different kind of like, I'm going to give an example, right? I'm going to give you an example. I remember going to the mailbox, right? Because just remember me and my pops, he's a single parent. Me and him stay together. We talking about the 90s now. I remember me just going to the mailbox, opening up the wrong mail because see me and my old man, we got the same name. So I'm opening up the mail, but it's, it wasn't for me. It was for him, but it was a check. The check was like for $1,300, $1,400, something like that. You know what I mean? So I remember knocking at the door, telling my old man, I'm like, hey, I say, Pops, man, I opened up your mail by mistake. It's a check and it's for you. He's like, it's a check. I said, yeah, for sure. He's like, well, how much is a check? I was like, man, it's like 1300 $1,400, something like that. You know what I mean? He's like, oh, man, there ain't no money. You can sign it back. You can keep that. <laughs> this was his mentality. <laughs> this was his mentality on life. This is his mentality on life. You know what I mean? Oh, man, ain't no money. You can keep that. <laughs> you know, you know, back in those 90s, beloved, this is where minimum wage is like, because I just want to paint the picture you know minimum wage at that time was like um 325 375 something like that an hour maybe four bucks an hour so that was real we thought that was real money but to some folks that wasn't real money you know what i mean you have to see stages and levels to life and it's important that young men see that we gotta see stages in life we gotta see the hustler we have to see the guy that got it. We got to see how our uncles and our older brothers move. We got to see how the men in the neighborhood move. We got to see how our co-workers, or even if we have to join the United States military, it's all about that man, that male presence from these, these coaches, these football, these basketball, right? The brothers again at the temple, at the church house, we all have, but it's a collective because all hands on deck to put together a productive man to put together God greatness on display so we salute all of our brothers that got their hands on deck whether you got the bread or you don't got the bread that father that don't have that money is just as important as the one that do because we're all going to pick up something from the collective. So, beloved, we know that we are a people with the nature of freedom, justice, and equality. Is that not right? A disciplined man, a disciplined man. A disciplined man. The only thing I want to see is the marriage rate go up between our brothers. I want to see more black men uh, get married younger, stay with their wives longer. You know, that's how I come, beloved. If you even hear me on this podcast when I talk about family, I'm telling you things that I learned from the men in my bloodline, from the men in my path, you know. You know, if you, it's a funny thing, like when I talk about relationships about divorce, 
you know, typically our men, we throw our women away for infidelity. But it was my grandfather that's like what, you know, my grandfather used to talk about that all the time. He's like, that's not a big enough reason to get rid of no wife. So if you look at the way that Big Mama and Big Daddy and them lived back in those days, so much so that they may not even slept in the same bed. They may not even slept in the same room. But they was committed to being husband and wife. They was committed to the family unit. They was committed to that. So it's just, it's all about manhood. That's why I don't, I don't let everybody call me VJ. Everybody can't, no, nah, I ain't, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Some of y'all got to call me Uncle VJ. <laughs> no. Uh, that's what they call you when you go to the neighborhood. Man, they see all that gray in my beard. Man, you know, my hair is salt and pepper. They're like, what's up, uncle? <laughs> That's how you know what it is then. What's up, uncle? I say, ain't nothing. What's going on with you, young blood? And I always say, man, you know, I always, when I talk to young people, I say, make sure you get your wife, man. Oh, man, we finna go out to the club. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All that is cool. Get, Make sure you get your wife. Because, beloved, it's, it's nation-building time. So, again, salute to all the fathers that's, um, that is the supreme being in their line. One who exercises parental care over another. We got this time set aside to be recognized. So, we're recognizing you saying, continue to do a great work. Let's continue to call on our children and read to them and listen to them. Man, it's so important to just listen to the babies nowadays. You don't know what's going on in these children's head. So much is going on with this Instagram and Facebook and all that. Just, you know, when you call your sons or you call your daughter, let that, because uh, sometimes it'd be like that that dead air where it's nothing. It's, let them get that silence off sometimes. Just let them sit on their phone. Let them sit on that jack, man, and just listen to them. Just hear what they got to say. Always encourage your children, especially as fathers. Man, you can tell me anything. I don't give a goddamn what it is. You can tell me anything. You can tell me anything. Because there's so much, man, our children are going through. They need us. They need us. They're going through things in their relationships. They're going through things in their development. They don't know. We're talking about all kind of relationships, business, personal, neighborhood, family, whatever. Let's be there for our children. Happy Father's Day to the brothers. Don't eat too much of that hog. Y'all going to put something on the grill. Just make sure you take care of your health. <laughs> We know you love that hog, but we praying one day you come out of that hog and leave the pork chops and the ribs behind and let's do a little more exercise and taking care of ourselves. You know, keep an eye on our blood pressure so we can be here even longer with our families so we can continue to raise men and women, the babies that are greatness on this place peace and black power to your family
man beloved i thank you guys so much for listening thank you guys for hanging out this is indeed real black content form podcast this is your brother this is your uncle this song until next time man i'm gonna get it with you guys later peace